You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the authentic voices of our local youth, sharing their thoughts and feelings of growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to season four. Our theme is new normal under the pandemic, a year after. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a really, really special guest from all the way in Australia. Joining me today, I have Lily Bell. Welcome, Lily Bell. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. We've actually just had two flood days on Monday and Tuesday. So kind of, I guess you could say like typhoon days. And now we just have finals week. So we're trying to get through that. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll get through it. We'll get through it, as I'm sure many of us have learned during this time of COVID and unforeseen circumstances. Definitely. There have been a lot of unforeseen circumstances, and we're all trying to cope with them in our different ways and really teaches us how to be resilient. So I agree with you on that part. I'm going to start by asking you, how has uh, school been for you? Are you online? Are you able to go in person? How is this process working for you? I have been so, so lucky that since I've been in Australia, I was on Zoom. And we came a year ago, 2020, February. And this was for Chinese New Year. We got off a cruise in Singapore. We were still thinking to ourselves, you know, COVID is still, we didn't think, we were not expecting, you know, for it to become like SARS. Mm-hmm, as way back before, before I was even alive. So... We, our school announced that, my school back in Hong Kong announced, we'll have one more week to our two-week holiday of Chinese New Year already, just so we can see what happens. We can hopefully get the students back on campus because right, of, course. of everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. So we came to my home in Australia because I am Hong, born in Hong Kong. My mom's Singaporean, but my mom, my dad is, grew up in Australia. Mm-hmm. So we have a house here. We have family here, thankfully. Mm-hmm. So we came here to Australia and I was doing Zoom for the mm-hmm. longest time for mm-hmm. about a year. My last semester of grade eight and my first semester of grade nine and half of my second semester of grade nine. That's a very, very like interesting experience for you to go through. I think like, especially now, like with all the circumstances that you've dealt with, you seem to be coping with it very well. How was it to kind of say goodbye and move on from the Zoom and the Hong Kong studies to going to in-person school in Australia? I like to say right now that I still have not said goodbye to my home, to the school that I've been with for 11 years now, Mm -hmm. because, and the home that I've lived in for 15 years, because I never got to walk off that campus knowing that I was never going to return back the next day. Right, of course, yeah. And so I left at the end of grade eight assembly, Chinese New Year assembly, thinking that I actually left all my books in my locker. Mm -hmm. So my friend actually had to go and get them for me. But I walked off being like, I'll see you guys in two weeks. I'm going to have a rockin' cruise, Chinese New Year, I'm going to see you all. Yeah. And like I mentioned, I came to Australia. Mm -hmm. And that extra week became an, an extra month. And that month became a year. We had booked our hotels for hotel quarantine, our flights and all of that to go back to Hong Kong. And we were due to leave in a week from when this took place. And 
I was always going to go to school in either Australia or England because I am Australian and I love England. Yeah. I was currently attending an American school and I love that school, but we knew that I was going to have to move schools. We were trying to wait until the end of grade nine. So for me to go back to Hong Kong and finish my schooling in that Hong Kong school Mm -hmm. or to finish my or to finish until grade 11 and come back to Australia and do schooling for grade 12. And for us, our mentality was, if I get in, if I get offered a spot, then that's great. Then it's meant to be, then we'll take it. But in our heads, there was no way we are going to get a spot because Australia school was starting three days from when I got the interview. They called me in one of the schools and they called me in, a few of the Mm -hmm. schools actually did call me in and asked for my interview. But we were all still (laughs) so laughing at this. We were like, there's no way I'm going to get in for this year. I came home on, it was a Tuesday, I had the interview. I came Mm -hmm. home, finished my classes with my Hong Kong school and was like, okay, I'll see you all Wednesday Zoom. Logged off, my mom comes running down and goes, you've got the spot, you've got the spot. We have to go now to get your uniform, you're starting tomorrow. And like, what a twist of fate that it just worked out to be just when you're about to finish and it just began straight away. How did you feel about it moving so fast? I am not a person that, I'm, I am not a person that embraces change. Mm-hmm. I cried over for two years after I moved just uh, next door to the apartment next door from the mm-hmm. ha- apartment that I had been living in since I was five, right. just next door. But I was crying over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but of course, I ended up embracing that change. And mm-hmm. it was a much nicer apartment, in my opinion, because it was right. newer and it had a rooftop garden. So ended up embracing it, ended up seeing the lights in it but of course I felt the hardest thing for me was telling my best friend that I wasn't coming home and telling my auntie who's been with my family since before I was born Mm. that we were we we still have an apartment in Hong Kong my dad is actually based in Hong Kong so he's flying back and forth Mm -hmm. Uh, we weren't sure when I was going to see my auntie again and she's like a second mom to me and my best friend as well, who I think in a way knew before I did that I wasn't coming home. And so I remember just trying to tell her I'm, I'm starting school and I, and all my friends that, and I, the first day at school as well, I was, we had this assembly mm-hmm. and it was chapel and everyone was singing and dancing with their friends. There were some very, very nice students, classmates of mine that came up to me and included me in all that but something doesn't feel right like Mm -hmm. I miss the home that I've had for since the day I was born the school that I've attended for 11 years and I ran out of I actually ran out of the church the chapel room crying went to the bathroom they few um my classmates who are now my closest friends came up Mm -hmm. came up to me like are you okay like what's wrong and Mm -hmm. yeah this is just so weird and I'm sometimes still sitting in that auditorium I see everyone wearing their uniforms and I'm looking like it's so weird to see them wearing that uniform it's so weird to see that headmaster on the stage still still to be sitting with the group of kids that I'm sitting with Mm -hmm. who are my very very close friends they are so kind and they expunged my nerves of thinking that I'll have to spend my grade 10 eating lunch alone (laughs) in the bathroom right and they're such great people but of course it's it's a big change I was I'm usually the person that 
shows the kids around, the ambassador that shows the new students around, like, right. here, I'm going to be your new friend. Here, I, have, I had to search for someone for that. So it's like you went from being the welcomer to the welcomee. You're the person who yeah. has to yeah. kind of go through this emotional and drastic change of like, I was in this school and tomorrow I'm going to be in another one, in another country, yeah. in another lifestyle. So how was it trying to um, communicate with your friends from Hong Kong? Do you still keep in touch with them? Yeah, actually my best, best friend, one of my bestest friends in the whole world. Hmm. She's like a sister to me. We have, we try to do this every weekend. We have, I zoom her in and we'll watch TV shows and movies on my <laughs> side and we'll have the zoom camera there. And I play, you know, a few games, online games with my friends and I'll text them, I'll call them. Right. But I actually have this joke because in virtual school, well, for me, it was virtual when the other students back in my old school were back on campus. Right. And yeah. I started this WhatsApp group because I'd be so bored in class, like the Wi-Fi would be breaking up, you know. Yeah. My teacher would forget about me, that I was on Zoom and I'd have to be like, <laughs> hi, I can't hear you. <laughs> so I started this WhatsApp group and it was a lot about me like talking with them. And then yeah. at the end of the day or during their break times and all that, they would come and respond on that WhatsApp group. And the mm -hmm. joke is now because I was the main spammer, this it's pretty much dead when I'm at school. Yeah. It's just non-existent until the weekend when I actually have time. Right. But yeah. So, you know, online stuff is great. I got Instagram mm -hmm. as well. That's great. I can keep in contact with my friends. I have Zoom now. And yeah, thank you. Right. That's great that you were still able to find ways to communicate with them and still have fun, even though it was virtually, you still kind of got to be around each other and still yeah. surround yourself with people from back home. So when you went to your new school, how was the transition to not just even going to a new school or meeting new friends, but the lifestyle in general in Australia? There were a few things with that, definitely. Mm -hmm. Like I mentioned, I came straight from a different curriculum because you come in and think geometry proofs, they should be the same. But of course, there are different teachers and different heads of each department, and they are looking for something completely different. And that is hard then to basically forget everything that I've been learning right. and then try to adapt to this new way. And although it's not completely different, it can be the smallest difference, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, the smallest wording of something that is that can jump you from getting an A plus to getting a D plus. Right. Definitely the way everything has been working out had, was quite difficult just to jump in and feel like I belonged. I am Hong Kong, I am Australian. It's something that I'm trying to get used to is that I belong in both places. Even though I may not have a total in-depth understanding of the one country, I'm very lucky to have that international perspective of everything. Right. It's an interesting way that you approach it because it's not also, it's not just about physically where you are, but like you said, it's like home is where you hang your hat up, where you can be yourself. And moving to Australia must have like completely shifted your um, cultural expectations and people's um, expectations of what your identity should be. So not only do your views change, but other people's views of you change. So that is a very, I, I could imagine it's a complicated thing to deal with. So how are ways, I'm curious, how are ways that 
you try to cope with this? Missing home and being away from Hong Kong. I have fantastic friends on both sides and I talk with them and I really just embrace the lifestyle, whether it would be the lifestyle back in Hong Kong, the lifestyle here. I bring a lot of jokes, stories from my old school to this new school and I bring, and at night when I call my friends, I bring those new stories from my new school and tell the, tell my old friends. And I think as well, though, this change was a much needed change. I have, as a person, my personality, I have grown since leaving that campus back in eighth grade, February 2020, back in eighth grade. That has come, I've completely changed. I, I am not a shy person, but if I don't know you, I will not dive in and start a conversation. Right. I will not put myself out there unless I'm in drama, which drama is my thing. I've been at that school in Hong Kong for 11 years. So people start stereotyping me and I have my labels for them. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to break past those barriers. Of course, it must be. So when I came to Australia, I was doing Zoom and virtual school with my school in Hong Kong, and I was starting a new campus. So I moved from the eighth grade, which is middle school, to the ninth grade, which was high school. Right. And that was such a different thing for me because I opened my computer, and at the end of the day, my head, it is just pixels that I'm looking at. Right, of course, yeah. there were people on the other side of that that I, of course, respected. But in a way, I was in my own area. And so I would make jokes with the class because I knew everyone else was down. And, and you know, maybe if I said something wrong, I just have mm-hmm. to press the leave button and fingers crossed the teachers will forget that I've ever said <laughs> that. Yeah. So my, So I just was able to touch into that very much more outgoing side of myself. And then coming back to this new school, I was able to show the new side of me much more freely. Right, of course. I was very lucky that this school, I felt, is a very easygoing school. The teachers and the students here are fantastic. There is an international boarding house. Mm -hmm. So other kids from Hong Kong. Oh, wow. Um, Kids from Russia, from India, Malaysia, you name it. And I am very lucky to also have that area. So that area that I am from international house. Mm -hmm. So I have one foot there. I have one foot in the actual stream. And I also have, so it was as well that idea that just the people that I was surrounding myself with, and of course my friends in my old school, but after having 11 years at that old school, I obviously had some issues with certain people there. I have histories with certain people. Right. Of course. It's very difficult to look past. So coming yeah. here, I can start with a new slate with, again, from all over the yeah. world. I did go to an international school back in Hong Kong. So yeah. like it's the lifestyle, the pace, yeah. everything has been completely shifted yeah. for you. And I really, um, I wanted to thank you so much for sharing your insight and ways that you were trying to cope and being able to do this is a very difficult challenge so I do acknowledge you for this because it seems like you're going through a hundred miles at a minute and it goes so fast especially when you're young so I really wanted to thank you for that and I want to close the podcast episode by saying or well asking um, what is one piece of advice or even a recommendation that you would give to other students who may be overseas and trying to cope with being at online school 
um, or even just struggling with um, kind of a sense of identity? Well, first of all, I like to say thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Of course. It's been great speaking with you. And so a piece of advice that I like to say is whatever happens, happens for a reason. And to just dive in head first, I am, I am not really a person that embraces change, but this change has been so beneficial to me. And it's something that I thought would never happen. And if you put your mind to it, you'll be able to just thrive in any environment that you go in. So don't as well, what's done is done cannot be undone. That's from Macbeth. And it's one of the lines that I live with. So don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell what you have done in the past. Mm -hmm. If you need to try something new out and I have found my a new side of myself and being able to start over with a fresh mm-hmm. and being able to embrace this change has really helped me to know where mm-hmm. I want to lead myself in life. Great. So just, just go for it. That's amazing. That's really great advice. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lily Bell, especially with so the time much. difference. I can understand it's really difficult. So thank you for being with us here today. Thank you for having me. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative by Kelly Support Group. We're a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like the show, please subscribe to listen to a new episode every week. We would love to hear from you. So do nominate yourself or a friend to share next by leaving us a message or dropping us a note at contact at kely.org. See you next time.